Broadcasting live from the Vegas Video Network studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Talk Tales! And now our host, she's our very own kaleidoscope of talent! What? It's Kelly Clinton! Welcome to Talk Tales on the Vegas Video Network. I... I'm sorry I can't hear you. I have a whistle in my ear. I am Kelly Clinton hyphen Holmes. And I am your... Oh, thank you so much. I am your host. And it is crazy in the studio. I've, we've never had a whistler before. Can you whistle again? Well, that I should record as my ringtone. I love that. I like that a lot. Well, anyway, I'm very excited and happy. As you can see, I'm wearing summer colors. So I'm breaking out, baby. I, I went to the closet, and this kept jumping out. This dress kept jumping out, saying, pick me, pick me, please. Please don't pick the black again. So I'm, I'm feeling like a big crayon or something right now. But I'm happy. Uh, thank you. All right. Can we start over? <laughs> today, we have a big star here today. This gentleman uh, is, uh, a, well, first of all, he's, he went from dancer, singer, actor, to writer, director, producer. He is currently starring in the show Rock of Ages, which is a big Broadway hit, by the way, and also a big-time movie which I haven't seen yet, but I'm going to tell you, I saw Rock of Ages last week, and I saw Troy Burgess as Dennis Dupree. <laughs> Troy is here today, and we're going to talk about everything. You have no idea. I mean, I started researching Troy, and he has done so many great things. It's, you're going to be fascinated. Um, before we meet this huge star that I'm a big fan of, who even came to my Monday night at the bootlegger, and sang a few times. First, I'm going to introduce you to some other people in our family right here on Talk Tales. Um, Troy doesn't know this, but we have a huge orchestra here, right on the set. An orchestra of one. We like to call him Bowtie Daddy, baby. This is Kenny Davidson. Hello. Talk Tales Orchestra. Yeah, baby. Well, I'm a cowboy on a steel horse. Cowboy on the Run is clearly a theme that I relate to. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. A cowboy <laughs> accountant on the run. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you, were you a rocker? Not are you a rocker, but were you a rocker back in the 80s? Back in my day. Did you have longer hair? I did hair? have longer hair at one did point. I did. Yeah. Did, or did you wear the bow tie back then? No, I just had the long hair. Did you wear jeans? I've never seen you in jeans, Kenny. I think I did. Like once in my life, yeah. I wore jeans. Well, your yeah. parents are here, and I'm going to find out if you tell Ask them the truth. for sure. They'll tell you. Are you got, Is that true, Rita, Kurt? You never wore jeans. Oh, see now, now they're now they're now they're fighting. All right, he he. Mom and Dad, stop fighting. He came out of the womb in a three-piece suit mm -hmm. with a bow tie. That's right. Well, I'm going to tell them the whole story one day here on Talk Tales. 
and how you came to be the son of Rita and Kurt. But we don't have time for that today. No, it's only, it's only a half hour show. It is a long story. It is. It changes every time. Who's, who's headlining at the Tuscan? This Friday you? night, former guest on the show, Pascal Elia. Ooh! Is, uh, doing the show. I can't Ooh. wait. Oh, she's great. Yeah, I, and it's going to be totally something crazy. I can't wait. She's terrific. She sings in like six or seven different languages. I, yeah, I hope she does that on the show, too. Hope well, she does, yeah. I, I, I'm hoping she changes languages in mid-song. Oh, yeah. I think that would be great, that, Do you sing in other languages? Um, it's no. It's been great talking to you, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and don't tell mamas. Uh, yeah, Wednesdays, Wednesdays and Saturdays. And Saturdays. Okay, Kenny Davidson. Now yeah. we will say hello to our director, producer, creator of the Vegas Video Network. Hello, Scott Whitney. Oh. And Jacob Cannon, yes. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, his mic's not on. <laughs> but you built this city. brought to you by Rock of Ages and the good people at PBR. <laughs> One of our guests here is trying to get a sponsorship, and I'm trying to help him. You know what? You try to help him, and he's got to try to help us, because we need some sponsors, too. Nah, not really. Hell with him. We <laughs> 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 some sponsors. Scott. I got, I got changes in plan. Are you, so you're drinking PBR, as they call it. Yeah, for the, the first drink, time in our world. entire show's history, we were demanded to no. buy a, uh, an alcoholic beverage, or the, otherwise the uh, guests wouldn't show, which I you, thought was harsh. You know, that is not true. No, uh, it wasn't. You know, what happened was uh, Curve and Oak, the PR company, and... Oh, those guys? And and Troy, PBR. They're here, too. Yes. I know. Rebecca's here. But also, um, Troy did his homework, and he actually, not like all the guests, he actually watched the show <laughs> a few times. He watched the show a few times, and he saw that there's alcohol, and the, you know, the talk tale's name is a play on cocktails. Right. And so he joined in to be a part of it. He did clearly, not strong arm us. Right. Clearly, he's the smartest guest we've had so far. <laughs> able to figure out cocktails, cocktails. I could probably get a beer. Well, I felt like I was disappointing you with having all my non-alcoholic friends on. So. That's okay. Don't I worry about me. I brought you a drinker, a talented drinker, baby. Uh, he's good. I, I, we're going to have a good time with him. Okay, speaking of drinking, first of all, hello, Jacob Cannon over there. Technical director. There he is. Look at him. He's a Hi, handsome Jacob. man right there, by nice the way. Nice to see you. But, so uh, back to the drinking story. So uh, Clint and I went on a really cool trip again this past weekend. We went to, to well, Napa Valley or Sonoma Sonoma. We went all the way. Actually, technically. You speak like somebody who's never been there before. Well, I haven't been to Sonoma. Have I, Clint? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, right. he should have maybe he should have kept playing tennis. <laughs> Might have been better what for you. What I meant was I hadn't been to this particular place. I, you can back me up on that, right, Clint? Kill you if you don't. Anyway, so okay, okay, so we go and we we can't even tell you whose house it wasn't exactly where it was. Why? But it, because it's 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 it Is it somebody famous? No, no, but it was. Then tell us. Put no it this knows. way: there were people there. Listen to this, Scott. Oh. Can you zoom in? No. Perfect. All right, listen. <laughs> then I'll zoom in. I can. Yeah, I'll zoom in. All right, no, don't zoom in. No, no, you, want, no. you want to zoom in? Don't, Go ahead. Don't. Get, I have a birthday coming up. Get and I'm emotional. Trying to Go. Three. Get to it. So. Yeah. So what? Just this? between, between you and me. All right. What happened was, 
you want to? Hello? Over here. I'm over here. I bet. No, no, no. no. This Don't. is brought to you by Talktails. <laughs> Come, back. Come back. So, so the people at the party were people like that invented things like MapQuest. Really? Hello? People that invented voicemail. What else, Clint? There's some other great They invented oh, voicemail? People yeah. like, yes. Wow. People like that own things like JetBlue. Wow. And um, this was over a 400-acre ranch. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm out taking a hike, right, because that's what I like to do. I'm really a nature girl. And, uh, <laughs> and so I, uh, I'm out hiking, and sure enough, I'm walking along in my sandals, I mean my hiking boots, and I come face to face with a lion. But I was not in danger because I had PMS on the verge of menopause. What, what, what does that mean? You know what it means, Scott. Well, no, I've, I've dealt with it, but how does that, how does that work I with a lion? At, I looked at that lion as it was licking its chops. <laughs> and I gave it that look. Clint, you know what I'm talking about. I gave yeah, it right. that. And That's I why he plays tennis on Mondays. I said to that lion, turn around, Fluffy. <laughs> Take the high road, because Wolfus <laughs> is going down, mm. and it ain't going to be me. Hey, quick question. Yeah. Do uh, lions speak English? Oh, <laughs> Well, I, all I know is I heard him say, I'm sorry, I could take the other road. I was just trying to, I'll just go the other way. Anyway, they, but they did, I didn't actually, that's not a true story, by the way. But, oh, what? But I did, uh, they did have, what, boars and wild boars, and they had some boars. And that's just the guess. And also uh, bears, I heard. And they had, a, they had a place where people shoot guns. Nice. I don't know. I wonder if Troy's ever, he's kind of a cowboy. He's kind of a country guy. I wonder if he's ever. I grew up in a place where they shoot guns. They called it L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> anyway, it was kind of scary, but, um, and I was totally against the whole thing. So when I took the gun into my hand, and <laughs> but you know what? I, I, I really am afraid of guns even more than ever now because as the gentleman who was quite qualified to show me and the other guests if we wanted to do this, how to do it, he was saying, so when you're ready, say, oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, you were skeet shooting. We were skeet shooting, yeah. <laughs> and so as I'm getting ready to say, Pull the gun shoots. Oh Jesus! Are yeah. you serious? Yes, and he go and, and and it just went and it startled me. And he goes, and if you pull the trigger, it will <laughs> yeah, shoot. Really well. So I was done after that. I was really done. But anyway, okay. But then when Clint did it, um, he he actually do you call them skeets? He hit the target skeet nice. three times. What? Three times. Right? Man. So let's, there. Yeah, so this was, uh, this was quite a weekend, but we had great wine right. and great food and, and, uh, and, and great company, great conversation, and it was terrific. And I think I have a tick. But, <laughs> listen, I'm so excited to talk to, uh, oh, wait, 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 before we move on, I was chatting with Troy before the show, Troy right. Burgess, starring in Rock of Ages at the Venetian. Yeah. And, um, 
he he mentioned that because he saw my Beyonce video, mm. you know, because it's out there, right? Scott put it out there on mm-hmm. YouTube, and it's getting a lot of mm-hmm. hits. So Troy saw it, and he said, you know, I I'm friends with the girl who actually did the choreography, or did or or worked with Beyonce, right? And she was hired uh, on Glee just to teach the kids on the show. Oh, yeah. He can correct me later. I'm probably wrong, but teach them the choreography on the show. And he said, and the girl ended up as a character. They liked her so much, they put her in, in, on the show and made her a regular cast member. And Scott says, oh, you know why? Because she also has a really good look. You know, and she's- oh, a unique look. Yes, a unique look. And he starts chatting away about Glee. I have to tell you, Scott, <laughs> I was a little surprised to know that you're a big fan of the show Glee. Don't judge me. <laughs> So how, why, how, what? No, I just no, don't no. see you as musical guy. No, no, no. Not Vivian too. I'll have that talk with you, but I'm not having it here. You won't talk about it? About what? Glee? I've seen one episode. No. Or that's 20. not what you said when we were chatting. <laughs> no. Look, I'm married, and, and happy wife, happy life, right? You know what, Scott? You knew probably a lot more than Melissa knows about the show. Come on. Really? Don't, yeah. Just <laughs> see. I almost did it. I almost. I almost got in trouble. Uh-oh, he was going to say, no, no, he was was gonna gonna say a my, curse word. I was trouble. All right. Let can't me, do it. All right, I'm going to kick Scott's butt on the break. We'll be right back after this. I know where you should get a massage, though, if you ever go to Sonoma County again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll we're, be there. We're going to be right back with a, a gentleman who's so talented, and he, he's worked with everyone from Cher to Michael Jackson, the producers, directors. I can't wait to pick his brain right after this on Talk Tales. Troy Burgess, coming right up. This is David Ivey for Pub Crawl. It's funny, because... Is David? No, you should just leave it on. Hi, I'm David Ivey for Pub Crawl, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network. And scene. I see you, I don't know. <laughs> well, welcome back to Talk Tales. I am Those your host, Kelly lyrics. Clinton hyphen Holmes, and I'm so excited about our guest today. He's starring in Rock of Ages at the Venetian, and he plays the character of Dennis Dupree. Please welcome Troy Burgess to Talk Tales. Troy, yeah. you're here. Now, you know, the, sh- the picture that we use to advertise the show is a picture of you as your character. You look completely different. You know, I c- you came to the bootlegger and you sang, and then I went to the show and saw you and had trouble knowing that was you for the first 15 minutes. My dad, my dad saw the first half of the show and then turns to my wife and says, so which one is Troy? No, <laughs> your dad? My dad was Oh my goodness. But you're a, that's because you're an actor and a singer and a performer, so you get all into the character, huh? I do. I mean, I, I'm, I'm admittedly a little method with, with uh, you know, how I do it. Like, you know, for example, they, <clears throat> you know, wardrobe said, you know, you, we could have put you in a fat suit. <laughs> but instead, we know, this is the first job I've ever had in my entire life when someone asked me to put on weight. So yeah. I, I, I literally put on 25 pounds. Oh, my goodness. Because I, I just finished this other job, and I had my, my country skinny on. Uh-huh. And then I, I called Country Chris skin. Dorenzo and uh, the writer, and I said, "Dude, what have I got to do to get this job?" And I mean, I did everything to get the job. I made a video. I 
gained weight. He goes, put on some weight. So I, I was just heading to Cuba for a vacation with my wife because she's Cuban. Uh-huh. And I just ate as many avocados <sighs> and drank as much as I possibly could. That is my dream job. <laughs> I, mean, I want a job like that. Let me like tell that. you. Right? I mean, to, to be able to drink beer and eat anything I want all the time. And then don't all the time, exercise. All the time. You can't exercise. No, you can't. No, no, no. Because you'll lose it. <laughs> I saw the video. I saw the video that you created. As it was it your idea to create the video? It was my I, my idea to do the video. This was a long process. As an audition, like three months, and then finally at the end of three months, uh, not everyone from the creative team was there at one time. So like we want to put your sides on tape and and whatever. I'm like, God, all right, fine, fine. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna. I mean, I just. I wanted to do something so they would just have just no choice it. but yeah. to give me the job, yeah. period. So I made, I made this big 80s music video, um, singing the whole Can't Buy This Feeling song, overlooking the ocean. With your shirt blowing my in the shirt wind. My shirt blowing in the wind, my big belly hanging out. His belly was out. Did, did you guys get that? I sent it to you, and I don't know if we were able to. to well, we can, can they see right. it anywhere? Can the people see it? Well, yeah, well, <laughs> well Vimeo.com slash Troy, Troy Burgess. Okay. It's yeah. there. I, put I was it like, there. when it first started, I, I know it was an audition tape, but when it first started and your shirt came open and your belly was out a little, and I thought, wow, okay, well, and then, <laughs> then they started doing some side shots, and it's like he was sticking it out even more. And then I, then I realized, oh, this is what he was doing to say, I'm that guy. I am I'm that, that dentist. that guy, and you have to give me this job. So was that it? That cinched the deal? That I, sealed I, the deal? I think, I think it helped, yeah. I mean, That's great. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here and I couldn't be happier. Well, we talked a little bit about uh, um, how, how you, some of us will get apart or, or circumstances will be different, right? So that kind of a thing where you found a way to get in, is that the way you kind of do everything when Absolutely. you're going for a role or a job Absolutely. or a gig? Absolutely. I mean, whatever, whatever it takes and... Uh, uh, you have to you have to just assume it because you have to be believable in that in that position instantly. I right. mean, they have to look at you and go, "Oh, yeah, yeah." You can't leave it up to. And if their they don't, and you're and you're not that guy, that's fine too. Right. You know, but you you gotta you gotta do that. Are, are, well, are you know, you I really was just I was just informed that um, I was covering <laughs> up my right. Microphone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just sorry. reached for my beer and, and realized it was a fresh cold one. That's awesome. How about talk tales? Well done. How about this show right well here, baby? Done. <laughs> so, so you, okay, so you're, well done, sir. So you're drinking the PBR. You're drinking the Pabst no, I got, Blue Ribbon. I got hooked on, on PBR when uh, I played Hank Williams a long time ago in a man show called uh, Nobody Lonesome for Me. And I drank a lot of PBR and a lot of Jack Daniels because I'm method. Yeah, it's <laughs> go over it. All right, I, I want to read about that. I want to tell because you had a great and amazing review on that. Uh, so it's a one-man show story, the life story of Hank Williams. And it says, and no self-respecting actor could convey the brave hopelessness with more sensitivity than Troy Allen Burgess. In an impressive one-man performance, as a, the derelict star, Burgess coaxes us to love him even in self-destruction. And that's just part of the review right there. 
So you really, you really honed in on that character. And this is you for an hour and a half? 90, 90 minutes, flat out. It was 42 pages of dialogue, bits and pieces of nine songs, and I had exactly 14, day, 14 days to nail it. Are you serious? I wow. was myself. Yeah. Because I, I literally I kept a journal thinking, and every night I would write in this journal, how am I going to do this? <laughs> He's literally. his own bleep machine. I you love know, this. I'm, I'm doing my. I'm doing. You're, my you're good. Uh, my son's gonna see this, maybe. <laughs> but I would write. I would write it out, and then I finally figured out. <clears throat> I finally figured out how I could get there. So I, I arranged my apartment, uh, exactly like the set, and I pasted and taped the pages, uh-huh. everywhere that I could. So if I dropped a line, the page would be in front of me. So every night, every morning, and every night, I would. I'd run it. Right. You know, it takes ninety minutes to run it. Yeah. You know, he, so Wow. It was it was now, rough, but the most satisfying, gratifying job probably of my entire career. Okay, so that now was. when you're on stage, did you still have your notes on set? No. Where the no. No, and it's just you, you know, I mean if uh, No safety net. The the interesting thing about uh, the director went away after we opened, the director went away, Charlie Hensley, great guy. He came back and he says, You know what, you you I had this fear of hiring a dancer to play this part because mm-hmm. it was actually between me and Kevin Bacon. He says, I'm either going to hire a star, you know, a name, okay. or I'm going to hire a Hank. And, and again, I went in, I recorded uh, in the studio and recorded a couple songs, and I submitted that during the audition process. Smart. And he said the same thing. He said, I would play Hank, and I'd play you, and I'd play Hank, and I'd play you, and you were the I Hank. So I, I got you. And, and uh, the dancer bit, um, he said, I went away for a week, and I came back, and it was exactly how I left it. You know, I didn't screw with it, you know, like maybe actors would. Right. You know, I did the show as it was set, right. as a dancer would, you know. And yes. he appreciated that, and, and that's, you know, that's the backbone of the stability that I think dancers bring to acting roles. Right, is is almost like the their method of, of the way they practice. I, they always say I have to sing or I have to mark everything to the music as the music's going along. Is it the same idea? Well, it's it's choreography. I mean, it's it's like it's like it's like remembering a telephone number when you used right. to have to actually dial a number. Right. You you could remember physically, a telephone number physically, physically by right. the choreography. Oh, I love that. And that's the same kind of thing, and that helped me also with the lines. Knowing that I would be going over here and I do this and I do that and and the, if the actions are the same, my backstage action when I do the show at night, Rock of Ages, is ninety nine percent exactly the same every night. Really. And I and I have moments where I know I need to wait in the wing, so I stay in it. Mhm. You know, and I do it, and I and I, I stay in it, and I'm, wa- I'm watching three minutes of of something going on before me. Just so I'm not backstage sitting in a chair, like right. just waiting, detaching you know? yeah, from detaching what's happening, yeah, detaching and letting other things in life creep into your head. Oh, I you love, know? I love this. I know my, I know my <laughs> husband is listening and loving this too because we've spent a lot of time with. I don't know if you know who Larry Moss is. He's an acting coach and a director, and he works with a lot of the people like Leonardo DiCaprio and Helen Hunt. But anyway, we we've taken his class several times, and Clint has worked with him a lot. Oh, on his piece over the years, but we talk about where were you 
before mm. you came into this scene, you know, and about yeah. staying in it. I mean, because not everybody does what you're talking about in a big show like that. Some people will be backstage joking around, clowning around, which is okay if that works for them. Yes. But you, you need to stay in it because you're I really need to true stay to in it. Process. I mean, I need, it's, it's kind of my process, yeah. you know, the whole time, like from getting the call for the audition to, you know, through the yeah. end of it. Right. You know, I need to, I need to stay in it and, and I, I need to be that. I like to think everything that I, every part that I play is just yeah. another part of me that gets to be right. bigger in that moment. Right. You know, I like to think it's all there. Right. It's, well, in order to really know, live it, yeah. you have to bring some of yourself to it. They're showing a lot of the clips just now. They showed a lot of the Rock of Ages ah. scenes. So what, are you close to, to anybody particular in the show? I know you're buddies with the person that you're on stage most of all with. Of course. I mean, uh, you know, of course, Lonnie, you know, Lonnie and Dennis have this relationship, and that's, it is what it is, and it's, and it's great. And um, we have great chemistry, and right. it's super fun. He's, he's sort of the he's narrator in a way, the glue. Yeah, he's an extremely talented young guy, and um, we have a lot of fun. And he, you know, he brings it and holds it down every night. And, you know, and this is Mark. Thank you for that, Mark Chinook. Mark Chinook, who <clears throat> I met. But the, there's, another guy, uh, there's another guy who um, you know, I'm a fan of. Uh, uh, and that's Bob Torty. And he plays the, the German father who is, uh -huh. threatens to tear everything down. Yes. My bar. But Bob Torty, I met him in 1987. Yeah. They're drinking Pabst over there. Okay, go ahead. But Bob Torty uh, was, I got Greaseball in Starlight Express when I was 21 years old. Uh -huh. And I was in New York. And Bob was playing Greaseball on Broadway okay. at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that's when I met him. I asked him for a couple of tips, and he, uh, he very graciously gave me some tips of you know, what to watch out for. Don't let him use your own hair, you know, all that stuff like that. Oh, is that so? I'm like, good tip. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I looked up to him certainly from that moment because uh, I just got, at that time, you know, my, I'm, I was, it was a dream right. to right. get that role. And here he was playing that role and got nominated for a Tony for that wow. role and on Broadway. I mean, like, so that's when I met him. And I saw him a few times after that. But, but 26 years later-ish, yes. to be end up in on stage with him and, having, and yeah. having things to do together. And, and uh, he's building a deck at my house uh, this coming week. Boy, he's talented. Yeah. yeah. He's like you. He's multi-talented. Now, you. Super awesome guy. Yeah. You. Um, I, as I did my research, you know, you freaked me out because uh, I'm going to name some of the shows you were in, but some of the people you've worked with as a dancer, you worked with my, one of my idols in the world. You worked with Cher, and you worked with, and we can go back to that in a minute, you worked with Michael Jackson. Yeah. You were in several of the videos. You worked with Paula Abdul, so many big names as a dancer and, yeah. and as a choreographer. You know, mostly as a dancer, you know, um, uh, as a choreographer, I, I did a lot of choreography for Whitney Houston's tour. Um, Whitney Houston, too. Huh? And uh, working with her was, was incredible. You know, she, this was pre-Bobby, like we like, we like to say pre-Bobby. <laughs> this was her in her prime in the beginning. Yeah. And, for Whitney. 
Yeah, in her most, you know, incredible state of her life and career and voice. And um, so, and doing the choreography for her, you know, with her was pretty easy because she didn't want to, she really didn't want to do anything. So, <laughs> you know, we were like, uh, uh, yeah, right. But it was a... Uh, do that it again. Was a ton of, hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> it was a ton of fun being out with her. I mean, uh, uh, working with working with these big names. I never put anyone <clears throat> on a pedestal or anything. I I just think, hey, we're, we all just do what we do. Oh yeah. You know, you do what you do. I do what I do. You know. What was it like working with Michael Jackson? I mean, I, some of those videos. <coughs> the first all time of was pretty freaky. Are, yeah. Uh, we. Uh, Michael likes to work where everything's pretty much set and then he just gets put into it. Um, so we, the first time I worked with him uh, was black or white. I was the Russian guy and he was under my arm. So Mike comes in and we're, we're dancing all day. We're waiting for him to come in. He comes in. We do it like a hundred times in a row and then he's done. Mm -hmm. But one great thing working with, with Michael at that time was he didn't show up to work every day. So we <laughs> we kept getting paid day after day after oh, day. Oh yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I was supposed to make like a thousand dollars on this video, and I ended up making over ten. Oh, just because he didn't just show up. Just you know, if I, you know, and hey, if if he's not feeling it that day, you know, stay home. It's cool. But see, yeah. you know, in in most of our worlds as entertainers, if they don't show up, you don't get paid. Sometimes, if everyone shows up, you don't get paid. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you do, you, you kick know. butt. You know. you know what? We have a live chat question. Are you ready, Troy? Sure. Okay, who do we have, Scott? Uh, this is from Scott. Scott. Okay. Uh, can you, what a coincidence. Uh, but you've, uh, you've actually appeared in Michael Jackson videos, is that right? Yes. Yeah. And which videos were they? Uh, black or white, Blood on the Dance Floor. I feel like there's another one. Bad. I forget it. Dad? Oh, I was in I was in Ghost, but not the whole thing. And um, we did a few live things. Um, one was Slash. Oh boy. Um, um, which was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think he left a word out right there. Yeah. Fun. Um, it, it was funny. The one couple of funny things about working with Michael. Nancy Reagan came to the set one day. And I, and I turned to one of the dancers, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, do you know that there are like 16 guys with guns around us right now? Same with Paul McCartney. When Paul McCartney came, Mike's got all of his guys, eight or ten guys with guns, and then they have all their guys. So there's all these guys with earbuds and guns, and we're on a music video. Yeah. You know. Sounds like my weekend at Sonoma. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> And when we, when we finished that video, and, and Michael was super playful, I just got this tattoo, John Hughes was directing, and before I got it, because I already booked the, the artist, and I said, I said, hey, if an actress got a tattoo, you know, what do you do? Cover it up. I'm like, got it, cool. Okay. So that was like my, go ahead, green light. So I got the tattoo, I show up, I show up the next day to work, and Michael's like, is that you? <laughs> he goes, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. He goes, can I touch it? <laughs> and, and he literally comes up. Does that hurt? 
Wow. I mean, he's really playful, really childlike, really, really. Did and it hurt? No. <laughs> but Wasn't he, it raw and new? Okay, he was, so he was you know, fun and down very to earth. fun and down. And then at the end of the video, <clears throat> on this one particular day, I'm like, watch this. And I yell at we were just the Russian guys because we did a little reshoot. And I yell at I go, watch this. I'm like, Mike, we're going for a beer after. Do you want to come? He's like, you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. And then, and <laughs> you crazy, two of you crazies, and he's out, right? And I'm walking off the lot at Culver City, and, and suddenly this limo pulls up beside me, and the window rolls down. And this is the time when he's wearing the mask, and he goes, I forgot to say goodbye to the guys. You know, would you tell them I said goodbye? I'm like, yeah. Cool guy. Ah, sweet. Yeah. So sweet. Okay, now, now I want to see, since you imitated Michael, I want to see if you do a little share. <laughs> well, he I do share. I do that every night, dude. <laughs> yeah, really, you got the long hair in the show. You know it. I do, every night, I'm like. <laughs> Can I do my share for you real oh, quick? Oh, yeah. Woo! Well, if I could turn back time, well, if I could find a way, looks like I'm naked on the camera, I'd take back those words that hurt you. And Troy, I know you would stay. I know you would. Five, six, seven, eight, and one. Oh my gosh, that Woo! makes me miss her a lot. I miss her a lot. It was you guys can applaud right now. Oh, I, <laughs> I miss her too. I do, I miss her a lot. It was like being on the road with your mother. Not, not, it's not like an ace thing. You it's like a, it's like a honey you need a sandwich thing. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, and I, I drove from, from one city to another on her bus. And, you know, she invited me to hang out and talk. And I'm like, wow, this is going to be fun. Fine. All I wanted to do was ask her about Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted to do, man. Yeah. You know what they're talking about, honey? Okay, I just want to check and make sure. Woo! I mean, what Woo! a such a, uh, a Down generous, to earth, cool yeah, chick. awesome. When I, when I was out with her, when she was going out with Richie Sambora, and and he came out <laughs> a lot too, and he's a was he, he a was cool, a really was he neat a nice guy, guy, yeah. Too? I felt like they broke up and he hurt her. But I guess everything has to come to an end when it's just not meant to be forever. I, yeah, How well, profound was it, that? It's a shame what happened to that guy. What happened to him? Oh, he's, you know, he's kind of gone off. Oh, he has? Well, yeah, he's, he's had some issues. But the well, guy is, the guy is ama he's an amazing guitar player. He's an amazing singer. Uh, they're touring. Uh, bon Jovi is touring right now without him. And, and a lot of folks were like, I can't go I to that concert. I didn't even know concert. that. Yeah, I we can't go to that, that concert because Ricky, uh, Richie Sambora is literally the part of the real sound of Bon Jovi. Besides the guitar. It's like Journey vocal. Without Perry. Right. It's really an interesting issue. And they're out, you know, go out making their millions. And Sambora yeah. can't do it for whatever reason. I mean, he's struggled with, with you know, substance abuse and whatever. But the guy's a singer like nothing else. And he's a good guitar player, too. Yeah. It's really a shame to watch that happen. Yeah, I can't imagine Bon Jovi, you know, without without Richie. So that's that's sad. So okay, so share um, Paula Abdul. <laughs> <laughs> I got so much juice out of that, doing that video. Paula, Paula Which video? was looking cold hearted. Cold hearted. So I'm the guy with Paula, black fringe pants. When the 
cold hearted snake. snake. <clears throat> when the when the designer gives me these these black fringe pants, I'm like, dude, really? <laughs> you because they you were, were excited I mean, or they were whoa, like, hey, like great black, shot, right black fringe pants. He's like, trust me. <laughs> He was right. And you really, yeah. And right. you didn't you have like a bandana and... I had a ponytail with a long black ribbon. And I mean, I was, I was literally, I was going to uh, do Chippendales in Australia. Really? And I went to this audition knowing that I was leaving town anyway. And, uh, and Paula comes up to me immediately. Who are you? What's your name? You have to do my video. I'm like... Oh, really? I'm like... I'm not leaving. And so my agent calls me and says, Paula, Paula wants to book you right now. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of leaving. You know, I'm going to Australia to do Chippendales. It's going to be fun. Did she, <laughs> no, where did she see you, though? Where she At the audition. Had... Okay. So Paula, at this time, Paula was not Paula. Right. Really. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so um, uh, so she, she came, she was there. She came right up to me and, and wanted to book me right there. And, and this is one of the stories I had. Like, <clears throat> I I told my agent, I said, I said Julie, Julie McDonald, MSA, love you. She she said, Paul wants to book you right now. You should do this video. I'm like, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And I said, but I know she's going on tour, so if she books me on the tour, I'll stay. Ah, that's smart. Not, that's smart. not going to happen. I don't. I that's really that's. I, well, then I'm leaving. Right, I gotta go. No. I've got to. I mean, get what do I? What do I know? What do I care? I mean, she's not Paula at that time. It's just a music video. Right. <clears throat> and I'm gonna go to Australia and have some fun. And you had a deal. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, long story short, she calls me and, and she says, uh, days before leaving for Australia, and I warned them, and they said, okay. Uh oh. That's oh, not dear. the one though, is it? Yeah, that's it. Is that the one? Oh, <clears throat> there he yeah. is. Yeah, my sister's in this video too, which is the only time I'm right there on the there? right. On the right. <clears throat> okay. Well, the best part is coming up later, but um, the little floor part. Anyway, okay. <clears throat> uh, long story short, I get booked on the job, and this is how I got share, actually. I get booked on this job with Paula, and I get the tour. I cancel my trip to Australia. I start rehearsing the tour with Paula and doing this video. My knees are like in traction. Mm. I really wasn't meant for that job. Okay. You know? But I kind of started liking Paula. We kind of went on a date like once. Oh, this is good, isn't it, guys? It was a kind of chaperone date with another friend of ours. And, um, and uh, I forget some of the bits part of it, but I do remember a phone call from Julie McDonald at 7 o'clock in the morning. Don't go to rehearsal. You're fired. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh. Whoa. Oh, yeah. First time I ever lost my job. First in... First you, time I ever lost oh. a job in my entire life. And uh, Larry and Larry were her managers and apparently did not want a straight guy who had eyes for Paula out on the road. Oh, lost it like no. that. But here's a good thing. Two weeks later, I get my $2,000 cancellation fee and I book shares to her. Yay! So, Another know, happy ending for And I was sure, definitely goodness. meant to be on that show. And I... Definitely wasn't meant to be on the pause. I mean, so everything happens for a reason. You, yeah. we, we were talking about this, about your path and your career, how things happen and, and will totally change your path. Yeah. And I just said this to a friend of mine recently. You know, I don't like to think of it in terms of my path changing. I think of it as in terms of that is my path. Right. E- yeah, even you know, when, even that when is it. Something, you, you get know. stopped. 
I might, I might think it's headed in a different direction, but you know, my, your path is your path, no matter how you try to screw it up. Yeah. And that's in life and love and everything. No matter how much you try to screw it up, right. your path is your path. So your path eventually leads to love, the love of your life. Uh, your beautiful wife is starring in the show Fantasy yeah. as well. <clears throat> and you met her many years ago, and her name is Yessie. Yessie. <clears throat> how did you meet her? I'm divorced. Oh, there she is. Uh, yeah. Don't say anything right now. We need a moment of silence. Yes. Oh, my goodness. She needs to start working out. <laughs> oh, I mean, I need to start working out. She is absolutely gorgeous. She's stupid talented, too. And, and the, the sexiest part about her isn't even on the outside, you know. You mean, wow, <clears throat> okay. Yeah, she's, she's See, honey, so it sweet. doesn't matter if I go to the gym. This <laughs> 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 That's the way I heard it. Go on, tell us more, Troy. Go on, don't go to the gym. Yeah. And then what happened? Yeah, that's my gig right now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, my 10 years, my mom's been nagging me to go to Aruba for 10 years, bought a timeshare there randomly. I'm like, what? Aruba? 10 years later, I'm divorced with a one-year-old on vacation with my mother. And I, I'm in a, <laughs> I'm in a car of, 65-year-olds going back to the hotel at 11 o'clock, and I'm like, pull over. Mom's like, what? I'm like, just pull over. Let me out. I'm on vacation. I'm, I'm okay. doing the math in my head. Let me out. Walk to the next bar, down the street, on the beach, Carlos and Charlie's, beer in my hand, turn to my right, there she is. Wow. And, and literally awesome. just... Connected and... Well, first of all, I felt like I swallowed a shovel. I couldn't even move. Yeah. And I stalked her to like three different bars before I could get up the nerve to say hello. You followed her. You know it. Okay. I'm pacing. I'm like 35 feet behind her like, hat down. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going I'm to say hi to this woman if it kills me. No right. matter what. I'll never forgive myself. And you connected. Connected. Soulmates immediately. And then I flew to Aruba every 30 days. Um, <laughs> every 30 days for two weeks of pop for five months. Wow. She barely spoke English. Didn't matter, soulmates from the get-go. That's beautiful. And uh, proposed to her on her 21st birthday <laughs> on the beach with my grandmother's ring who passed away in the middle of it. Wow. That's the path. That's the way it was supposed to go. Yeah, I mean. Uh, we have a live chat question. Is that right, Scott? Well, we had a live chat. Uh, what happened? When are you no, going to wrap no, up? No, before that. What? question was, what exactly did you say to close that deal? Oh, to, to <laughs> On Yessie? On behalf of all the men who are single in the audience. Well, you know, her name is Yessie, so he just said, will you marry me? And she said, I don't even she know thought what he I said, said, what's your name? And she <laughs> said, Yessie. <laughs> all right, sorry, go on. I don't even know what I said. It was all in Spanish. <laughs> I learned this whole paragraph of Spanish to propose to her. Uh-huh. And, you know, rehearsed it and the, the whole bit and. So sweet. Okay, you know we're over time already because yeah, I got we are. Oh, we're done. I was so fascinated by everything Thanks, you said. Okay, wait, don't go oh. anywhere. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, get your get your hula holla ready because okay, first of all, we, we all have to go see Rock of Ages and see Troy Burgess as Dennis Dupree. And the show is terrific. Take you back to a crazy time in the eighties, right? The eighties. Yeah. And and Google him, look him up, go to his website because there's so much much more to him. And he has so many things going on. But we're going to ask him to sing us out. Will you play a song and sing? I will. 
and share your <clears throat> gift with us. And if you want, I'll just be share the whole time. <laughs> I'll stop. I, I brought my special guitar. I got my 50 cent shirt that my grandma bought me. <laughs> and uh, Willie Nelson and Amy Lou Harris. Oh I did this job. <clears throat> I worked wow. with Johnny Cash too on uh, the set of Delia. And I, oh, I think of bringing my guitar for him to sign. No. Oh, well. <clears throat> well, look, those are some darn good Well, I wasn't going to make that right mistake there. again. <laughs> exactly. But I, this is my first guitar my dad bought for me when I was 12. Wow. Troy. I'm, a, I'm that kind of guy. PBR, 50 cent shirt, mm -hmm. whatever. You're a country guy. <laughs> Well, my dad left home when I was three. He didn't leave much to Ma and me. Just this old guitar and empty bottle of booze. Now, I don't blame him because he run and hid. But the meanest thing that he ever did was before he left, he went and named me Sue. Well, he must have thought that it was quite a joke. And it got a lot of laughs from lots of folks. Seems I had to fight my whole life through. Some guy would giggle and I'd get red and some guy'd laugh and I'd bust his head, I tell ya. Life ain't easy for a boy named Sue. Well, I grew up quick and I grew up mean. My fist got hard, my wits got keen. I'd roam from town to town to hide my shame. But it made me a vow to the moon and stars that I'd search the honky-tonks and bars and kill that man that gave me that awful name. Well, it was Gatlinburg in mid-July. I just hit town and my throat was dry. I thought I'd stop and have myself a brew. At an old saloon on a street of mud, there at a table, dealing studs set that dirty mangy dog that named me Sue. Well, I knew that steak was my own <laughs> sweet dad from a worn out picture that my mother had. I knew that scar in his cheek and his evil eye. He was big and bent, gray and old. I looked at him and my blood ran cold. I said, my name is Sue. How do you do? Now you're going to die. Yeah, that's what I told him. Then I hit him hard right between the eyes. He went down, but to my surprise, he come up with a knife and cut off a piece of my ear. Then I busted a chair right across his teeth. We crashed through the wall and into the street, kicking in the gouging in the mud and the blood and the beer. I tell you, I fought tougher men, so but I really much. can't remember the men. He kicked like a mule and he bit like a crocodile. Rock of ages. I heard him laugh and then I heard him cuss. He went for his gun and I pulled mine first. He stood there looking at me and I saw him smile. He said, son, this world is rough and if a man's gonna make it, he's gotta be tough.